We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going. Stay not safe. Before you cross me, look both ways. Leaving the scene with no trace. Not in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going. State to state. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay. And as you can see on the screen left to me, it's no surprise and shock. She's back. She holds the record. She's bionic. She used to be the bubblegum princess, but we shed that a long time ago. She also just announced on the mini host five questions. She's never seen Die Hard, but I'm going to let that go. <laughs> Please help me welcome back to Straight Talk Wrestling. The one, the only Alexia Nicole. How are you? I'm doing good. You had to out me like that again. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. We had to make people understand, like in case oh. they see the five questions. Now they're watching the interview. They had to know. So, okay, listen, I, I know you and I like we're close. We're good. We, we see each other all the time. We always say, what's up. You're an amazing human being and I adore you. Um, but all I ask is for Christmas. I'm very reasonable with gifts. Just watch the movie for me. Okay. Is it on anything? Like, is it on like a, it's on crazy. On crazy. Okay, I can, I can I can figure that out. If not, I will give you my Apple ID. And <laughs> I own it on 4K. Watch it in 4K, and it's <laughs> it's just glorious. All right, all right, I'll, I'll go to watch. All right, perfect. Thank you. That's all I ask. So let's talk you and 2022 and everything that's been a whirlwind for you and all the amazing stuff that you've done. So first, coming off the injury, shoulder repair, kind of going with that, shedding the bubblegum princess and becoming. The Bionic Woman. What was that transition like for you? Were you unsure how the fans were going to be receptive to what you were for so long going into this new, tougher, more badass Alexia Nicole, if you will? <laughs> um, a little bit because like pandemic happened. So our, everything kind of came to a stop. Um, and then I had my surgery and I was like, I already feel like I'm coming back as a different, like I'm not coming back the same person I was before the pandemic. And I am just this total, I became a new person. I became a new wrestler. Like I totally, from the second I got cleared to start training again, I started retraining myself from like the bare bones basic. How do I bump? How do I roll to what I do now? And I wanted that to reflect in my work. So I did, um, I did think about it and it took a while to like really think about what I wanted to do because I wanted to change. Um, I felt like I had outgrown the bubblegum princess. I've been doing that since I was like 18, 19 I'm 26 now. God, I hate saying that. <laughs> I'm 26 now. And it just, I've, I've grown so much since then. And I feel like I've, that was sort of the, uh, not the child me, but I guess like the young adult me. And I've just grown into this, what feels like a unbreakable woman. So, and I wanted to show that. And I'm, I, it was hard at first because people just called me the bubblegum princess out of habit. And I get it. Like I was doing it for so long. Um, but I think that fans are kind of, have kind of seen who I'm trying to be and who I want to be now. It's it's true. I mean, from the merch to everything, I own every, I think I own every shirt that you've ever printed. You much do, like yeah. I do, much <laughs> like I do Fuerza's. And yeah. uh, it's because, it's because I, I think you guys are awesome. I mean, you know, Fuerza is my best friend. So you know, oh, yeah. I have to, yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen the pictures. I, I can't deny it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I mean, there's just, there's just this bond of brotherhood in those. You can see it in those photos. Yeah. Like he, he gets me. He understands who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love busting his chops and breaking his balls, which is awesome. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it, it is. Why, why do you think it's so easy to break his balls? Is it because he just has this nonchalant, I don't care attitude, or is it because, uh, Deep down inside, he's hurting, but he doesn't want to show it. 
Um, I think it's the adage. I don't even think it's easy. I think it's hard to bust his balls because he's very snappy with responses. But I like the challenge of it. I get filled with glee when I actually do it. <laughs> about as much glee as you get filled when you when you give him that forearm shot across the face sometimes oh sometimes <laughs> gives him right back though so it's fine it's true let's let's talk about that you two have had uh quite the feud at c4 most recently and uh it was highlighted in some you know i think you guys did street fights you you kind of built the whole thing up to come to a head and i know you've done it before in in other promotions and it's worked out well but what do you think about c4 it, it, it just hit different I mean, I looked at some of the highlights and some of the footage and it hit different. Why do you think the C4 one was just so much more impactful? It did hit different. And like, to be honest, it kind of came out of nowhere because like we had a, I think it was a mixed, like an eight man tag where we were against each other. And then from that, then like they, the, the match ended when basically everyone dogpiled me for, to pin me. But, you know, that's fair. Um <laughs> Yes. And then we were in the, was it the Rumble, the C4, every year of fighting back, C4 does a big battle royal. And I think we were the final, we were two of the final four in that. And he eliminated me while I was trying to eliminate Junior Benito and Jacoby Durst. And I mean, that sucked. And then we just kind of started building this little mini feud. Um, and it just happened so organically that I guess I didn't realize that it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> that next thing I know, we're having a street fight. And like... I guess a street fight with anyone else, I could just, we would just be like brawling and like, here's some weapons, here's a weapon, this and that. But like, we've known each other for so long. We trained together. Um, I help him teach battle arts. Um, like, I'm not the coach, but I'm glad to be there to help him out anytime. We travel together. We do like, oh, so much together that it just felt special to have such a, uh, I guess, a marquee match with someone. Like, he, he doesn't bust out the face paint often. So when he did it for me, I was very honored. It's true. He does keep the Day of the Dead face paid to a to a bare minimum. But I he stated on my show a few times, and actually his episode will be dropping uh, uh, either before yours, but you will either be the first or second interview of, of 2023. So let's ring in the new year with uh, the Bionic Woman for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, we always do these every uh, couple of months. It's because your careers are of so many layers and evolutions that I always feel the need to bring you back on as well because, A, you're – badass and b we get along like it, it doesn't feel uh forced between you and me it feels like it's just ah it's two friends catching up we're shooting the shit the only difference is that we're filming it for a whole bunch of other people to creep on us by the way if you're watching on straight talk wrestling and you've subscribed thank you so much um but i i feel like it, it the the evolution of so often and we have to touch on this because this was a big moment for you uh first aw in toronto you're on dark you rock the house you wrestled athena and also she wrestled the previous night before versus Jody Thread, another great Canadian talent. And how did that feel? No, I mean, how did that all come about? I know how some things work because I've talked to a lot of AEW dark stars and they say it's kind of like, and you're in the city, you're kind of contacting and hey, show up, bring, obviously bring your gear. You might mm -hmm. be, you might not be, but let's be prepared to see what happens. So how did everything kind of come about from you? Because that means that AEW has you on their radar and that's fucking amazing. It's kind of like again kind of surreal so with aw coming to canada for the first time what they did um i don't know how much i can show, but basically they, a lot of their canadian talent offered names of people that they thought could would be good to have on dark and good to be in that and like get that look um and i evil uno actually was the one who suggested me and i'm so honored and i'm so thankful and everyone because every there were so many options for names everyone's like list of names got cut to like a few people and again i'm so lucky that i was on that list that got stick around because there were 
if you ask me, there were so many people that should be there that weren't there. Like it was, it's insane how many people I think should have actually gotten that chance. Um, but unfortunately, like there was 30 of us there. If you ask any American talent, how many people are at dark, it's nowhere near that. Mm-hmm. So it was really like, just to be considered in that group was really cool. Um, but yeah, basically like you show up, um, you kind of hang out, you meet people, you do your best not to step on any toes. Um, not that it's like a super strict environment, but you do want to just be the best you and like not get in anyone's way. Cause at the end of the day, you're a guest there, whereas this is their job. Um, but the day, so the first day of tapings happened and then I didn't get a match. I wasn't upset about it. Um, I just, I figured if it happens, it happens. If not cool. Um, the second day I was told I was having a match, but I then got taken out of it and I was upset by it. I'm like, this this sucks. Um, and then an hour later I get told I'm wrestling Athena and I go and I find her and it turns out she watched, had actually like specifically wanted to wrestle me, which I think is kind of cool. Well, not specifically wanted, but she said she, she'd like to wrestle me, which I was like, that's awesome. Cause I'd met her when I was 18 in Ohio, like years and years ago. So the fact that she remembered me like blew my mind already. Um, and yeah, we just, we went out, we had a match. I was so nervous, but I think like I, like I told the kid, your little, your, your special mini host, she, um, it felt surreal and yet natural at the same time. It was a very odd feeling, but it felt good. <laughs> I like it. There's no way to describe it. Like it doesn't feel like it's real, but it feels perfectly normal. Absolutely. And of course, I mean, we're talking 15,000 screaming. And at the end of the match, you know, she raised your hand. You got that hometown ovation. I wasn't expecting it. Cause like, I don't know. I don't think of myself as like, over Mm. so i was i didn't expect people like i when i walked out there i actually saw um i saw a few faces but now i can't remember the names i saw people i knew and i'm like oh shit that's kind of cool i guess they'll cheer for me um i didn't expect the masses to act to know who i was though so that was kind of nice i guess i'm doing something right if they know absolutely i mean what 25 30 000 followers on instagram i think you're okay I think yeah, but like Instagram's a very a fickle place. <laughs> really, I, I just hit thirteen fifty, and I'm like, yeah, look at me, I'm in the double digits. <laughs> yeah, you post one picture, you look good, and, and then people think that's how you look all the time. And they follow you for it. That's true. Fair enough. Yeah, but I mean, you a lot of those pictures you post are phenomenal. I mean, they're shot by the one and only Jeffrey Cole shooting the indie. Shout out to Jeffrey yes. Cole. Uh, he is uh, like you know the premier photographer in uh, well in wrestling period. I would I would I would. I would put that up to argument with anybody and see what can happen. But um, yeah, like I said, I mean, he's done calendars. He's done calendars with you. They're phenomenal. Yes. Um, they're ma- like everything is organic. And I find that, you know, every time we get together, you always give me shit because you're always like, oh, you're always putting me over. I put you over because <laughs> I know the talent level. Like I said, the first conversation we had was over five years ago. You were 21. Yeah, you were oh my, 21. Oh my God, it was. Yeah, and I was I was 34. Now I'm 39. Fuck, I'm almost going to be 40, dude. You're sitting there talking about 26. And I'm like, fuck, I got a decade and a half on you. You're good. Yeah, but like, you have a life. Like, I've got my toys. And that's it. You've got your own house with your toys. I've got a room with my toys. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, I do. And all my stuff is centralized to the basement. None of it is upstairs. I'm lucky the PS5 gets to be upstairs. And the only reason it does is because I put my foot down. I said it's a 4K TV. It's a 4K system. This is happening. That, that's fair. I would agree with that. You can't play it any other way. You can't. I mean, can I play 4K on an HDT? Like, come on. What am I? What am I? A simpleton? No, you can't do it. You can't. <laughs> you can't. It, yeah. it, it makes a big difference, I will say. 
It does. I mean, it's so, I mean, I play God of War now and I'm like, God, Kratos, look at you. You're just, you're fucking Looks beautiful. So good. You're so angry, but you're beautiful. You're a great, you're a great person. I mean, I, I think I could pull off Kratos, you know, give me like six years and Jason Momoa's good looks and, you know, the rocks, you know, workout ability. I could do it. I think so. I mean, you have the confidence to do it. And that tells me you can do it. So. That's right. I do. I do. I do ooze confidence. That's one thing I do ooze, even though, you know, I've been compared to the uh, uh, fatter Bubba Ray Dudley, which I don't understand. But whatever. It is what it is. Fatter? Yeah. I was like, I'm like, you know, they're the same size. But God, you know what? Twitter's a fickle business. Let's, uh, let's, yeah. talk, let's talk social media for a second. Like you said, Instagram being fickle. You post a picture. People follow you. Do you find that? I mean, in this day and age, social media is a necessary, a necessity tool for what you do and for what I do. You need to promote yourself consistently. But do you find that sometimes you just you get random, you get the random followers that you know are following you because they're essentially, I don't know how to word this properly without getting heat, <laughs> but they're some, some of them are say it. some of them are perverted. They're very perverted in a lot oh, of Oh yeah, places. all the time. Yeah. All the time. I honestly, I don't even pay attention to like who fall unless it's like someone where I'm like, oh shit, like uh, like John Cena followed me on Twitter. I was like, damn, I don't know what I did to deserve this because I don't tweet anything cool. <laughs> but like, yeah, like I I don't really pay attention honestly. Like I feel bad saying it, but like if I don't know you, like if I've never met you in my life and I don't like you're not like a celebrity or something, I probably don't notice if you follow me. I don't check it anymore. I really don't check it. Um, and like it doesn't. I guess that's also why it doesn't bother me because I'm just like I don't pay attention to the follows i just post what i want to post if it gets likes cool if not whatever it's what i want to post i'm not going to do something that makes me like that i feel like i have to do or like makes me uncomfortable i just i post what i like and if you want to follow me for it go for it um yeah that's true and i know that it invites pervs but whatever there's pervs everywhere you can't avoid it no you cannot avoid it, especially when you're you know you're female even some men some some female wrestling fans can be Wow, sometimes they can be yeah. like, they can be, you know, over the top. I mean, you know, I'm married to a beautiful female wrestling fan, and she is not that type of person, but she has said to me a few times that, you know, um, uh, who is it specifically? Oh, uh, it was uh, Chris Masters. She met Chris Masters in person at mm-hmm. uh, an HWE show, and she was like, Baby, he's he's cute. And I'm like, That's awesome. That's that's a great confidence <laughs> booster for me. And then she gets an autograph for me, which is up there, but he signs it to her. You can't see. I'll have to turn it a little bit. It's right up there in the corner. Oh, and that's funny. Signed it to her. <laughs> that's funny. Just, just like the first time I met Psycho Mike, and she was with me, and he signed <laughs> it to her. And I'm like, dude, I, dude, I paid for it, man. And he's like, yeah, but she's yeah, but she's she's the looks. Yeah, she's all well. She's the looks. I, I 100% will admit that she's also the brains in a lot of ways. I'm very stubborn and uh, pig-headed, and a lot of things that most men are. But and she I, married you. So she, yeah. she, she, there's something she sees in you. She married me because I, you know, I have a pretty God darn sexy radio voice. And I'm also, uh, I'm also quite the uh, movie connoisseur and very opinionated and stubborn and also a huge wrestling fan. So it helps when two wrestling fans find each other. It's yes. Like just it's nice. It is nice. So I know, uh, you mentioned with the mini host again, Christmas movies, you love home alone. What about, is there a Christmas treat or a, like a gluttonous thing that you enjoy over the holidays that someone may not know? Like if Alexia Nicole was sitting down and had her choice of anything that you could have over Christmas and it's only something that comes out of Christmas, what is your go-to? Only something that comes in Christmas. Oh, God, I eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Actually, uh, you know panettone, like the the Italian French, like Italian French, the Italian Christmas bread. Yeah. Um, have you ever tried it as French toast? <laughs> no, I have it's not. It's very good. Is it really? Make it as French toast. Okay. Any like any or do you have a specific panettone? Because there's like fifty thousand of them. Nothing with fruit in it, but like if you even if you have like a chocolate one, like okay. with like the 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 filling, it's really good. Okay. I highly take, recommend. I'm gonna the good that. Christmas morning. Oh yeah, uh, sounds like it. I'm gonna tell the wife. Listen, Alexi Nicole said we gotta, <laughs> do, this, we gotta do it. I prefer for me at Christmas time, it's bocce. I, for oh some yeah. Reason, I only eat bocce at Christmas, and it, I can't because it's oh it's out all year. I know, but I only eat it at Christmas. Me, me too. <laughs> but it's so damn freaking good. It is, and you know what? I've had it not around Christmas, and I don't like it as much. Yeah, it doesn't taste the same. You as can stuff. only eat it around Christmas. Yeah, it's like having mini eggs, but not yeah. at Easter. It makes no sense. Yeah. Like my, no. my kid will, my kid will eat to be like, Oh dad, mini eggs. Can it's, it's July. No, absolutely fucking not. You don't get them till April and that's it. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, mini eggs also has peppermint mini eggs for the holiday season. I also think those are pretty good. Okay. I'm not really a peppermint guy. I've never mm-hmm. been a candy cane guy. I don't even do like the candy cane flavored hot chocolate. I can't no. do it. It tastes unnatural to me. That's fair. It is, mint is natural. <laughs> I know, but for some reason too much mint <laughs> okay. is a bad thing. All right. It's like when you go to the dentist and you get that minty like filling. And yeah. Okay. It, and then you're you're driving home from the dentist and you're like, yeah, you got that flavor. Like, get still. rid of all that mint. Mm-hmm. So I just do the 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 normal thing. I buy piping hot coffee and I have a cigarette. And then by that time, the mint is gone. The mint is gone. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about you and your training regimen and all the stuff you do. And I know now that you're working with Fuerza and you kind of help him out at Battle Arts, which is phenomenal. He's a great teacher. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, he's going to see this and be like, oh, look at that. I'm a great teacher. Oh, fuck, he's going to get an ego now just off that fucking comment. <laughs> no, no. He's, he, he's very pretty humble, actually. No, but he, he is, is a great teacher. He is a great teacher. But you help him out at that. And also, you do killer workouts. And I've noticed, like, I've been at the gym. And I'm going to the gym now. I'm, I'm a month in, trying nice. to shed some weight, trying to get a little bit healthier for the family so I could be around to annoy my wife and children as long as possible. Um, but I've seen you. At the gym, when you're working out, you're getting lifting, you're putting on the weights, and you got the headphones on, you're zoned in. You don't even look, you don't even look at anybody. You focus on the weights, and you just you're killing it. What are you repping these days? Because I know at one point I think you were like deadlifting 500 plus freaking pounds. Oh God, no, I've never done that. Um, I can deadlift for reps like 235 on a really good day, 225 on like a normal day. Uh, my deadlift max is like a 275. I think my squat is like a 235. Um, my leg press is really strong, but like, I don't know how impressive a leg press is. Like people like press a thousand pounds and aren't considered like, depending on how big they are and like other lifts, they're not considered strong. I do, I think eight plates on each side. Um, I hip thrust 365 pounds. That's probably honestly my most impressive lift. And I don't even think it's considered a lift. Yeah. You hip thrust 365 pounds. I, on the other hand, have deadlifted four pounds and I'm very proud of that. That's good. That's a good start. I think so. Four pounds is it's my it's mostly my dog. I'll just pick her up and I'm do this. <laughs> you have dogs. I know you have dogs. How are how are the dogs? I know the dogs are the light of your life. I used to. Unfortunately, they've both passed. Oh. Um, yeah, it was sad. Um, one of the older one just kind of went with age. She had to middle of dementia. It was just her time. Um, the other one, she was thirteen. She had gotten bone cancer. It was did have to come to kind of like a do we like we can't do much for her. Um, and that one sucked because I had been I work with animals, so I was trying to think of things that we could do. But I knew at her age, like, can't really amputate a thirteen-year-old dog's leg. Yeah. It's better to let her go. And I was happy. It was I had a mother and daughter pair, so I was happy 
we let the daughter go that they could be together again because that was their favorite thing. Um, once one had passed, once Mia, the mom, had passed, um, Coco was still a happy girl, but not the same. So them being together now again makes me feel a lot better about everything. Well, anytime you want to come over and see a little ankle biter, you can see my dog who's a pain <laughs> in my ass. I, I see don't... ankle biters all day, every day. <laughs> That's true. That's true. What is um what is the coolest thing about working with the animals? Um, it's just like it brings me joy. Um, it feels it makes me feel like I'm doing something like that actually matters. And like, don't get me wrong, I love wrestling. That's my first love. Um, but like I can't, I know I can't wrestle forever. My body can't handle that, no matter how bionic it is. Um, so I like that I can have an impact on a person's life by helping their pet or even just a pet's life. Like it, it is really special, like seeing a pet go from really sick to getting better from seeing a pet have a surgery and like where they're having a trouble walking and suddenly they're, you know, a year later, they're moving around like nothing happened. It does really like makes me feel like I'm doing something useful. And like, I hate not like just sitting there doing nothing, not being helpful. So to be able to help and like know that I'm making a difference is like the best part of my day. Um, obviously, like the cuddles are great. <laughs> the cuddles and the kisses are all fun, but just to know that I'm making a difference is really nice. Absolutely. No, that's fantastic. And, and down the line, are you going to get some more pets? I mean, obviously once the wound is healed and mm-hmm. you know, you've gotten over it because pets, a lot of people, a lot of people who have pets know, but if you don't have a pet, you don't understand the bond that's there. I mean, this animal is with you for a huge chunk of your life. If they're, if they're healthy and, and able, right? I mean, I had three dogs in my life. At one mm-hmm. time, my family as a, as a family had four dogs in the house at one point. So we were, we were dogged out like crazy and um, lost the first one. I actually have him tattooed on my arm. right there, mm-hmm. Rascal. I'm tattooed on my arm because he was, he was the coolest man. That yeah. dog, uh, funny story ever, is um, we were coming home from the park. And I had this big park where I used to live. And we were walking through. And I was 10. It was a Border Collie lab. So we're talking about 90 pounds. Big boy, yeah. I, I was a big boy. I was 10 and he saw someone, I guess he didn't like for whatever reason, he didn't like them and animals just know, but he was barking and I was trying to hold onto the leash and I couldn't, and he let go and he ran and he ran so fast that I couldn't keep up with him. And I tried to get to him. By the time I got to him, he had pushed the guy over, knocked him face first planted. And then he stood over and he pissed right on top of his head. Oh my God. So me and the dog bolting now back to my house. Yeah. I'm swearing at him all kinds. 10 year old. I'm like, you fuck bullshit. Fuck. Get to the house. This guy's chasing us down. Thank God my dad came home. And the guy told my dad, my dad's like, listen, what can I do? I can't help that he pissed on your head. Obviously pissed on your head because you're a jackass. So get the fuck <laughs> off my property. So luckily enough, nothing ever happened. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty, when you're 10 years old, I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was shit in the bed. Shit. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, he just pissed on his head. He just, uh, but again, these are memories. And another great yeah. story is um, uh, dogs and chocolate. We know it's a bad thing, but this dog dispelled this rumor. So my dad, every Christmas where he used to work, he used to get a big box Lord Secor rum chocolates, mm-hmm. a fifty pack, the big box. And we used to have like a little, I guess, U shaped kitchen with like one of those cutting boards that were indented into the countertop. Yes. And we left the chocolates on there. We went out to you know family dinner, Christmas yeah. Eve. Went out to midnight mass. We come home and there's wrappers all over the floor. Oh no. And we're like, what the, what's going on? We go to the kitchen and he's kind of sprawled out, up, legs out, tongue pat. Like he's, we're talking 40, 50 rum chocolates. This oh is my a 50, God. This is a 50 ounce because it's one ounce per chocolate. Yeah. He ate the whole box and he was drunk like a, like he was gone. 
So Christmas morning, we had bay windows in our kitchen. We opened up the blinds and he <laughs> went outside and he went to the bathroom and he was whimpering because it burned so bad. Mm-hmm. All that liquor coming out. But you know what? Alexia, 50 rum chocolates. He did that when he was a year old and he yeah. lived to be 14. That's good. Like, yeah, like chocolate, chocolate is bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say feed your dog chocolate. It's very bad for them. It is toxic. Um, but the type of chocolate and like the weight of your dog makes such a difference on like how toxic it is. Like if your dog eats milk chocolate, they'll probably be fine. Still should probably induce vomiting, but they'll be fine. It's like the 90% dark chocolate that you really got to avoid. Okay. Um, well, that's, I that's the bad stuff. I don't most think people don't dark. eat it, but <laughs> most people don't eat dark chocolate because they don't like the taste, but dark chocolate's the worst. Dark so I'm glad he's like, okay. Yeah, it tastes like sandpaper. It's awful. It's not good, dark chocolate. I have grown accustomed to it. Right, because dark chocolate is – is it good for protein? Am I right with that or am I wrong with that? Um, it's – it's not there's not as much sugar as regular chocolate and i love chocolate so if i can find a way to eat more of it and not be as bad i'll take it um but it's also if i think it helps you like i don't know there's there's things i just know that there's less sugar in it so that's a little bit more chocolate for me hey more chocolate good chocolate yeah absolutely so um in terms of, I know next year, one of the goals you mentioned again to the mini holes, that's why I love the five questions because you get a little insight as to where things are going and it helps steamroll the conversation. Uh, you're going to, you're, you're planning to go overseas, Europe. You don't want to talk about it, jinx anything, but that's fine. And I, I'm not asking you to, but mm-hmm. what are some of the um, markets, I guess, overseas that you're looking at? Are you looking at, I mean, obviously I would, I would assume the UK is one place you're definitely looking at. Uh, Germany, you know, Italy, Spain. Are we tapping into some of these markets? Are we looking at this as a whole possibility? Uh, UK for sure. That's that's probably where like when I get everything sorted, where I'll be based for however long I'm there. Um, UK, I do want to do Germany. I really want to do Italy, um, especially the time of year that I'm going that I'm trying to get there for. I it's um, you know Carnival. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want. I, I might be there for that. So if I can, that'd be really fun. I'm also from there, and I've never been, so like it'd be cool to go. Um, but I'd like to go to Italy. I'd like to do Germany, UK for sure. Um, Spain, yeah. But like, I think the UK, Germany, Italy are like those top three and then branch out from there. Um, and then like eventually I'd sort of stay longer, do different things. Um, I do want to go to Japan at some point. Will I go for wrestling? I don't know. I just really want to go there in general. Um, so that could also they, be a thing. They also have a shit ton of Pokemon stuff over there. Well, that's why I want to go, to be honest. I get that. I figured that. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I don't think I've ever asked this question, but if what if you're a Pokemon, what mm-hmm. Pokemon best represents you? Oh, um, honestly, like a Jigglypuff or like something round and pink. I was gonna, I was gonna say Pikachu because you know, really sweet and adorable. But when you get angry, like watch the fuck out. That's what I think. Okay, I'll take that. You know, Pikachu, Pikachu is badass. Me myself, I am a hundred percent a Squirtle. I you am. So. I I like to agitate the shit out of people, and I think uh, you're a Squirtle Squad Squirtle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I just. I. I love to. I love to pick. I'm a picker. When I find something that bothers you, I will be that person that like, huh? Huh? You like that? No. Yeah. I'll take the shot in the face. It's fine. But I like doing that. I'm a picker. <laughs> I love to. I love to antagonize people. That's why I'm a wrestling fan. That's why mm-hmm. we can do these things. That's fair. We can antagonize people. So the transition to Bionic Woman. You come up with this super awesome getup where it's like, you know, this metallic arm. I always wanted to add, now that I have you back on the show, I can ask, where did you get that awesome piece of costuming? Because that is that is very cool and very different for what you're looking for. 
Uh, I got it on Etsy. I found, um, I don't know what her actual name is. Her shot, her, uh, like handles on everything is Chrome Monarchy. And I saw it on there. And I was like, shit, this is cool. I'm going to send her a message, see if she can make this in other colors. Cause it was in black on, um, in the photo and she did, she could do it in white. I'm kind of like that, just, that works better for my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it was the first time she had made it in that color too. So she was really excited. Um, cause she had never done it before. She wanted to know what it looked like. And it's just, yeah, I found her on Etsy. You can find great things on Etsy. I tell wrestlers all the time. If you're looking for something unique, go to Etsy. It's just, it's a bunch of like artists and people who make things and the, for a living that are just ready to help you and make your custom item for you. Nice. What else could you like? What else could I like? What would a guy like me look for on Etsy? What could I find? Mm, you can get a lot of like gifts. You can find a lot of like uh, unique things. Like I've gotten like if you're looking for like posters of certain things, like certain kind of like artwork, you can get like if you're a fan of specific things, there's literally like you can find so many different like handmade figures, um, hand drawn posters. Um, you could probably honestly find like I'm looking at your replica belt there. You could probably find someone like a customized one. Um, there's just, there's so many possibilities. Um, I've gotten talk wrestling championship and I would be the only holder. That's good. Yeah. Like there's, there's so many things people make like stuffies, people make like their own custom figure, like action figures of stuff. Like there's honestly the possibilities are endless on Etsy. I love it. It's very the, for like, for me to just get lost on there and realize that I, I don't have room for anything that I'm looking at. Yeah. That, and, and that's the thing, right? It's always good to listen, window shopping. The internet has made window shopping amazingly great to do. It's too easy. It's, I don't like how easy it is. I need some, something to restrain me. Um, I would say the only thing that might break you out of that spell is like a bag of dark chocolate. That yeah. might be the one thing that, no, <laughs> that wouldn't even do it for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat the dark chocolate while I look, let's be honest. All right, so let's talk toy hunting, because every time we get together, we talk toy hunting. What has been one of the coolest things that you've tracked down this year? Oh, I'll show you. Actually, I got it at, I think, BonCon. Um, I got a Super Shredder. That is dope. It's Kevin Nash. It's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> that is super awesome. I don't have the, um, cause I have all four of the NECA turtles. I don't have the shredder or the, uh, like any of the other ones, but I found that. And I was like, I, I usually I like when I see something in the store, cause I go to comic book stores a lot. So I see like unique things. I kind of walk, do like the walk around. I'm like, do I really want this? There was no walk around with that. That was a, I'm going to grab this right now. I'm taking this home with me. I'm not risking the chance of somebody else grabbing it while I'm walking. Yep. 100%. I could agree with you. Me, I have recently fallen in love with anime more and very <laughs> much into Demon Slayer. So I actually just picked this up and this is awesome. I don't know if you know Demon Slayer, but it's a replica of Tanjiro's sword. Nice. That's cool. Amazon, 50 bucks. That's good. I, That's I, good. Couldn't, I couldn't pass it. I was like, this is awesome. My wife's like, what are you going to do with it? Does it matter? Doesn't matter. <laughs> it absolutely doesn't matter. These are like animals. Some animals collect rocks. These are my rocks. My toys are my rocks. There's no purpose to them. They're just my things that I like. Exactly. And that's the great thing about it, right? Same thing with this. This is, this is the room that I've dreamed of as a child. And now mm-hmm. I own it. The only yeah. thing I need down here is a, is a bed and a toilet. And I would never leave. Never. What I've about the PS5? Right I've got a beer fridge right there. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's it. And if I'm hungry, I just go out through the garage, get in my car. And go get some food. <laughs> Don't even go to the kitchen. Just go get more food. Just live in the basement. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, 
in terms of going to the UK, so many matches are running through my head of possible opponents. And I know you've got your eye on a few that if the opportunity comes, obviously it's a, it's a slam dunk. Who would you love to uh, get in the ring with and, you know, dance a little bit over there in the UK? It's a good question. Um, God, I don't think I can narrow it down. It's like, I think I can. I don't know. I really just want to like experience that scene. It's such a different scene from here. Like the girls wrestle so differently than they do here than they do in the US. Um, I find that they're really like hard hitting there. Not as much as Japan, like Joshi style, but like they seem really like a little more aggressive than they are here. And I'm excited for that. Um, if I like just off the top of my head, Nina Samuels is mm-hmm. someone that I really would like to have a match with. Um, actually, um, Vanessa, Vanessa Love, she moved there a little while ago. She's someone I want to wrestle again. I wrestled her a little bit here when she was still pretty new. Um, we're like the same size. I never wrestle anyone my size. So just the chance to go there, see her again see how much she's changed and like wrestle her and this after all this time away would be really cool. Um, but I just want to wrestle honestly anyone. Like I just think it'd be really fun to go out there. I think Nina's at the top only cause I watched her on NXT UK and I was like, damn, she's good. I don't want to get in the ring with her. Um, but I'm really open to anybody. Yeah. Uh, all, all challengers come her. So this, yeah. this you may find interesting is that uh, last time we spoke, we talked about that epic photo that you gave me of you and Jazz at Greektown. And I had Jazz on the show and I showed her said photo. Oh, and boy. she remembered you. She remembered, oh, wow. she remembered that match. And she said to me, she's such a sweetheart. And I said, she is. Aww. She is. She goes, she was one of the most pleasant people to work with in this entire business. And I adore her. So I know. Given the opportunity, if you ever get your yourself stateside, Dog Pound would definitely book you on a show. I 100% know that. You get uh, to call and say, I'm coming stateside, she would book you in a heartbeat. She remembered, she remembered that match. She was I'm like, so oh, Alexia happy. Nicole, what a sweetheart. What a pleasure. I'm so happy. Oh, I never take pictures with people like that. I, like names that I've wrestled. She's the only one that was like, I need a picture with you. And Oh, that makes me so happy. I feel so like embarrassed now. <laughs> like I'm, mark- either, I'm marking it's out. Either, it's either embarrassing <laughs> you by putting you over or embarrassing you by telling you moments. So these, this is great for me. This is great. <laughs> Look at that. I just made, we're recording this in the end of 2022, but I just made your 2022, didn't I? You, I yeah, that, that really, oh my God, I'm, I'm turning red. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to drink some water. She's flustered. She's flustered. <laughs> so, Pokemon, let's get back to Pokemon for a second. I would like to play uh, a, a game that would not really center around Pokemon, but I'd like to play a game called Word Association. So I'm going to throw out, say, a word, for example, like like a Pokemon. If I were to throw out Balthazar, you, or Bulbazar, sorry. I say it wrong all the time. People give me Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, like, thank you. Like dinosaur. Yeah, Bulbasaur. There you go. So <laughs> if I were to throw out that, you would throw out, say, the first thing that would pop into your mind when you think of Bulbasaur. So Bulbasaur, what would be the first Le- word? Leaf. There you go, Leaf. You got it. So now we're going to play a word association game with random things. I'm just going to throw out random things, and you give me one word. And it's going to be like five, maybe six questions. Okay, first thing, um, Freddy Krueger. Very. But sexy. (laughs) I mean, a man never looks so good with burns on his body. Uh, I guess. I like the comedy. I I think that's endearing from him. Yeah, he is the only Uh, I like the quips. Yeah, that'll make you laugh before he slices your head off. And that's kind of mm-hmm. nice. All right. Uh, just because I know you never watched the movie, Bruce Willis. 
Die Hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. All right. Uh, Trish Stratus. Icon. Fair enough. Jazz. I want to say Icon again. Icon again. That's fine. Um, Darby Allen. Fucking ballsy. Oh, yeah. Fucking psychotic. And I love him. To death. <laughs> oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. Um, what else? Oh, okay. Toronto Raptors. Winners. That's right. 2019 champions. Uh, okay, here's one. This will be the complete opposite. Toronto Maple Leafs. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, CFL. Football. I've never actually watched any CFL, so I, it's, it's the, just football. I, listen, we're both Canadian and we can admit this. The CFL is the participation awards of all sports. You can have a losing record and still make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. The CFL yeah. is, yeah, it's, uh, it, that's the one thing about being Canadian that you're kind of like, Fleh. it's okay. I don't watch a lot of football in general, but I'm just like, if I think of football, I, the CFL never comes to my mind. It's just like NFL teams. Yeah. NFL, NFL is so much more hard hitting. Okay. And my final question, um, black Adam, the rock. There you go. That's it. Simple. And that's how you play word association. This is the first time me trying word association. So I always, I always like to play these games with you because I like to test them and see if they're not too complicated. And usually you breeze through them pretty easy. So I know they're not that complicated. So anybody can get them. We'll have to think of a name for that one. What should we call that one? Word association kind of sounds blah. We should call it pick your name that match. Match match word. I don't know. Fuck. Whatever. Match. No, match game is actually something. Match game is actually something. Um. The hundred thousand dollar pyramid. No, I'm not going to give everything money. I don't have a hundred thousand dollars to spare. None of that. None of that. Uh, I'll think of a name. Well, after that, I'll DM you a couple of name options. And you let me know. Well, well yeah, we'll filter. We'll filter. <laughs> we'll filter. So, um, if you look back at 2022 and all the, like I said, the crazy things coming back from the injury, the great matches that you've had, the fuse that you've had to build up. What's, and it's hard to to ask someone to pick a moment. But what's something about 2022 that you would say you would carry with you throughout the rest of your career? Like you looking back at this year, what's one thing that you're like, hmm, that's the moment from that year? Um, I it might honestly just because it's so recent. Um, but that street fight was definitely something that I'll carry with me. And it's just like I a lot of things I never do in that match. Like I I I don't dive. I never dive. People think I'm dive because I'm tiny. I don't dive. Um, I dove and it was I was Honestly, before the match, that was the thing I was the most nervous about. I'm like, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to fall. It's not going to work. I dove. I'm like, that was great. Um, I've used weapons. I've never, like, I've never been hit with a chair before. And I was like, shit, this is okay. It's going to hurt, but let's do it. Um, uh, the match itself, like, it's, again, Fuerz and I, we spend so much time together. We've wrestled each other so many times. That match just felt special. Um, and I just feel like, I got so much confidence from that. Like I'm always so intimidated to wrestle him because he's so good. Um, and it's, he's ex- like, he thinks I'm at his level and I don't think I am. So he always ex- has like these expectations that I feel like I can't meet. Um, but I just feel like we killed it. And I feel like, and a lot of times when I have a good match, I definitely feel like, oh, like I was, I was part of it, but like I, it wasn't mostly me. And I do feel like it was a very even, like, we both did great and we both excelled and I wasn't relying on him for anything. Um, so I think that's the, ma- like, that's probably my, my moment that'll stick with me. And it just gave me so much more confidence to have that match, have it go so well, have nothing go wrong because people can get hurt. Um, it's so just to have a good match. Everyone's okay after. Um, and just something that I could have fun with too. Like I get really stressed with big matches. I was a little stressed. I was like, there's, like I said, the dive I was worried about, but like, 
it just came together so perfectly and like everything about it was great. So that's definitely something that if I had to pick a top moment from this year, I don't know if I'd put it at the top necessarily. It's just kind of like a recent bias sort of thing, but it's definitely up there. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I I, I would agree with you on that. Do you think that um, everyone has that kind of fight forever feel? I think that you and Fuerza are, are destined to fight forever. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I guess, I guess so. We just, we have really good, I don't even know if I'd say we have good ring, like chemistry in the ring, but we just like, he understands how my body moves and I understand how his body moves and we just kind of get going. And like, we just get really good at doing certain things. Like there's so many moves that I can only do with him because he's either the only one that knows how to take it well, or like, I'm the only person that like can do it to him. I just like being so short definitely has an advantages because I can do all these things that like most people can't and I can get tossed around and thrown around and still land fine. Um, but we just, we have, we've have those types of moves down and we have the rhythm to it. Like he's again, like he said, like he is a good teacher and he's like, he taught me so much. And that's why I say he's such a good teacher for those kids at battlers. Cause he's taught me so much on how to work. And it really, it really helps our matches. Like, again, we've wrestled so many times and each match does get better and better because we work on stuff, we try new things, and we just, we know how we both move, and it just works. It just works. That's really it. It just works. And that's, and that's, I think that's the best way to put it, is that it just works, and it works perfectly, and if you haven't seen any of their matches, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing, but you gotta find them. They're on the internet somewhere. If you search hard enough, you can find anything on the internet, okay? There's probably a picture of me out there from, like, a field trip in, like, grade six, where I was picking my nose or something. It's out there. I know it is. It, ha- it has to be. There has to be something. <laughs> So whatever, there, clickbait, find it. If you can find it, I'll post it. There it is. There's a challenge for anyone watching. Wow. I'll post it. I'll wow. post it with pride. I'll be like, let's, this, and I'll even give you credit. This motherfucker, they found it. They did it. I wouldn't, I would not offer that. You find an old picture of me, burn it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Listen, I have pictures of me that are circulating every year on my birthday. Okay. I, uh, I went through, <laughs> I went through a phase. No, I, listen, Alexi, I went through a phase where I, um, I got to hold a sword for emotional support. Now I went through a phase where, um, I, I dyed my hair bleach blonde like Eminem. Oh yeah. Remember Jonah Hill in 21 I Jump do. Street? I, yeah, I was that, I was that kid. <laughs> I was that fucking kid, dude. Okay. And when my wife and I started dating, I had, you know, uh, remember that? I, I don't know if it's still out there. Remember frost and tip? Oh yeah. 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 So you I had frosted to, tips. No, no, I didn't frost them. I took the whole frost and tip and did my whole head. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the fact that I have like the lightest eyebrows ever, I look like an albino. I was going to say like, it, it's, you don't have a dark, uh, there's no contrast there. None whatsoever. But there's a picture of me floating around. I had a little belt clip and my old school cell phone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We were on a, one of our, one of our first few dates at a Christmas party. Oh fuck. Yeah. I look like such an <laughs> asshole. And she posted every year on my birthday. And this is the woman that I love with all my heart. And she embarrasses me like that to no end on my birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's out there. It's out there for the world to see. And hey, but hey, I, she loves you like that at that point. Yeah. She's I used to wear her. She loves you. I, I used to wear Hawaiian shirts with that hair, too. Oh, yeah. Wow, you pushed it. I, I really <laughs> fucking did, dude. I really did. I'm not even – it's the truth. It's truth of the matter. I did 100% push it. Um, Do you ever have any embarrassing hairstyles when you were younger? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I have really curly hair, like naturally. And I'm the only person in my family with it. My dad has it, but like he keeps it short. So you can't really tell. 
Sure. Um, but my mom, because she didn't have any kids, she didn't have curly hair. Her kids, other kids didn't have curly hair, would like brush through my hair when I was really young and would just like poof up. Like I had like a lion's mane. I hated it. Oh, <laughs> nice, like curly Sue from that yeah, 90s it was movie. Yeah, <laughs> awful. It's part of the reason I don't wrestle. I try not to wrestle with my hair naturally because it does that same puff up. Where I, I, oh, I hate it. I, I I don't like an afro does not suit me. I will say that much. Yeah, you know, 100%. I get Jufro. I get like Seth yeah. Rogen Jufro if I let it. That's why I always keep it super short because he gets Seth Rogen Jufro. It's mm-hmm. horrible. I think that's why my dad does it because it's probably just the same way. Yeah, you, I listen, uh, Mr. Nicole, I feel your pain, sir. <laughs> I feel your pain. I know what you're going through. I know the struggle is real, sir. I get it. I get it. I got to keep it short too, though, because it's fading back from having daughters. See? Uh, here. Now it's here. Yeah, that- that's stressful. <laughs> Listen, I'm surrounded by women. Even a dog's a woman, man. I can't get away from women in my life. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thanks. That so sucks. much. What a what a great friend. Yeah. That's coming sucks. from a woman. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. Um, if there is, I always ask this question because it's so cliche, but I love this question. There's a young girl right now or young boy right now watching this episode and they want to get into wrestling and they you know the successes and the ups the downs the injuries the setbacks what's the uh what's through this whole year of of coming back revamping your character recovering from surgery having these great moments that you've had this year what's the one thing you would tell someone anyone not even wrestling related if anyone's had a setback in their life someone something where they're unsure of a change or an evolutionary moment because you've gone through so many this year alone what would what advice would you pass on to someone? Honestly, just keep going. Like there was so like even right after my like, the day I got home from my surgery, right when they said the the medication like the payments would wear off, it did, and instantly I was filled with regret. I'm like, what did I do? I thought for sure I'm like I ruined myself. I didn't have to do this. I why did I go ahead and do this? I spent days like just in so much pain. Um, and even just the like the rehab and the building up back up to being able to get in the ring. I'm like, why did I do this? I was sure was I having problems before? Sure. But like, I didn't, I was at least capable of wrestling before. Um, but if you just got to keep going, like it does get better. You put the work in and things will get better. I love it. I think that's a great way to end the conversation. Now, again, to put you on the record, to make sure that this does happen for the end of the year, mm-hmm. you will be watching what movie for the end of 2022. Can I, do I have like new year's Eve slash day? Can I have that included in my end of 2022? I will give you till January 2nd. I'll take it. I will watch Die Hard. Die Hard, January 2nd. And all I ask is that you take a selfie with the movie playing (laughs) in the background and send it to me so I can post it and say she did it. That's all I ask. Okay. All right. All right. That's all I ask. And then after that, just know that you and I will probably be quoting movie lines from the movie because you'll love it that much that you'll want to watch it again. All right. I'm going to hold you to that. All I know is that there's a big building and uh, he says, he says, yippee Kaye and Die Hard, right? That's the yeah, one? He says, yippee okay, right. motherfucker. But all my right, favorite that... line is when he's stuck in the air ventilation system and he's got only a lighter and he, the camera's in front of him like this. He's got the lighter and he goes, oh yeah, come out to the East Coast. We'll have a few laughs. Oh, that's where that's from. I hear that all the time. I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah. I guess, yeah, it's more quotable than I thought. It, it, it's got a lot more quotables. It really does. Listen, when you when Die Hard hits different and you won't right. ever experience Christmas again without seeing a man get thrown off the top of a building. Fuck. Okay. I mean, you put it that way. Yeah, I got to watch. <laughs> you do. You absolutely have to. All right, guys. There it is. It's on. She has till January 2nd. And if it does not happen, then the other option is she won't take it. 
you have to give me a picture of you with the lions made back in the day and i'll post that no yeah you're i'm watching die hard you're not saying that <laughs> the world is not saying that <laughs> fair enough all right guys as always i'm your host your boy george mckay my guest my good friend alexi nicole now holds the official record of most appearances on straight talk so gabriel fuerza aiden prince you got to catch up that's it straight goods and uh, do you want to shout out your socials or people can find you um, I'll shout out my socials. Twitter is at it's Alexi Nicole. Instagram and I, Instagram is at Alexi Nicole. I don't remember what my TikTok is. You can just search me. I don't post anything to be completely honest. I, mean, I think you can look through people's liked videos. You can look through mine. They're mostly animal related. It's fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can follow me on my socials. Um, I do have a big cartel page that I sell my shirts on and some eight by tens. I also have, hey, if you want gear, I got gear. Get rid of it. I take it. I don't want it. I'm trying to get rid of it. <laughs> I'm trying to make room for more stuff. I'm being completely honest. Well, yeah. you know what? I'll take I'll take a side piece of Alexi Nicole gear to hang in the uh, Straight Talk Studios. All right. Well, we'll talk. I'll I'll uh, I'll give you I'll get you something. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got merch for sale. So if you want, hit up Alexi Nicole. I think it's Big Cartel. Alexi Nicole or Alexi Nicole. Big Cartel. I don't remember. To be honest, again, I am bad with internet. I'm bad with social media. Um, just search me. It'll come up. And yeah, I guess that's it. I only have one more date for the rest of 2022. Um, and then I'm off until I think C4 might be my first January date back. I'm January 20th. I'm not totally sure on that. I got to look at my schedule again, but I'm taking a little bit of a break just to, to rest the body a bit. So you can probably find me most on my socials from now till then. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Buy your shirts. They're awesome. I own them all. They are fantastic. They are good. This, this most recent is probably my favorite. Yeah, that one. Actually, I love the anime one that you had with the the metal. Oh, one. with the that, yeah, that that's my good. that's my personal favorite. But I do like this one. I do like this. One. I own it. I wore it to work the other day, and they were like, "Why do you have a pinup girl from the '50s?" I'm like, "This is Alexi Nicole. She's awesome. Don't judge anything I wear. I'm my own person." Hey, I will take. I would love to be a pinup girl from the '50s. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, but that's what it looks like. It looks like one of those uh, recruitment yeah. photos from the '50s. That's why I loved it. I was like, "This is amazing." You know, while the men are out fighting. We could be badass. It's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely true. Women, listen, people, the unsung heroes of the uh, World War II were the women because they kept the whole economy going. Mm-hmm. And if people don't recognize that, well, fuck them. All right? I'm a girl yeah, dad. Girls rule the world. Straight up. Yeah. Girls rule the world. And they also rule my house. Oh, yeah. They definitely do. That's why you have a room in the <laughs> Have a room in the basement, exactly. Oh, uh, all I want for Christmas is another man in my. I gotta get a. I gotta get a boy dog. It's gotta happen. I gotta get some. I gotta get more testosterone in this house. I have to. <laughs> Absolutely have to. All right, that's it for this one, guys. Peace, love, and wrestling. Happy 2023. Be safe. Love life. Love wrestling. We'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Any with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.